Will we consume more and more technologies, or will those same revolutionary technologies consume us? Please join me on this episodic podcast journey that I'm hoping will help us make smarter choices on how technology will impact and arguably change our lives. Hi, this is Ralph, and welcome to this 10th episode of Technology Evolutions and Revolutions. Look to the past to better see the future. In our last episode, we talked about IoT devices and how replacing the human capture of data provided for better, cleaner data, and a lot more of it. So now that we finally have some intelligent data collection devices in place, or on the near horizon, and we're accumulating vast repositories of clean, good data, let's now focus our attention on artificial intelligence and the possibilities that it presents to our lives and to the society in which we live. AI, enabled by machine learning and neural networks, has been talked about maybe other than sci-fi for the last 10 years or so. AI is that endpoint on the technology evolution trajectory that I've been discussing in the last few episodes. I guess it would be foolish to think that there's nothing beyond AI. I mean, the technology evolution trajectory can't just stop at AI, right? I would think there must be something else. Maybe advanced robotics and biology. Maybe the combination of living organisms and an advanced processor of some kind. A cyborg, if you will. Too sci-fi? Maybe. Maybe not. While things like that seem to me to be a continuance of the technology evolution trajectory, I think I'll leave it to others to speculate on that. Maybe those future technologies will be part of what the world economists will declare as the fifth industrial revolution someday. Coming back to the near present, we're experiencing what I believe to be the infancy of AI today. Image recognition, voice recognition are just two AI technologies that are in play today and in their infancy. Law enforcement has had face recognition in place for years now. AI is making great strides in the medical and insurance fields. AI is being used to make better hiring decisions, and the list goes on and on. AI gets better and better as more and more data is accumulated, and the AI algorithms learn how to distinguish more subtle features, thereby improving outcomes. Let's talk about some familiar examples of AI and how they work and the progression of AI in the near future. Now, anyone who uses Alexa or Siri or Google is really a user of speech recognition algorithms. Your voice tones and inflections and the resultant audio patterns are used to interpret words and simple sentences. And once the algorithm can recognize a word or words in a sentence, it can then perform a defined response. A simple example of this might be when I retire for the evening and tell Siri that it's bedtime, she, maybe I should say it, recognizes the digital representation of the word bedtime and takes the appropriate action that I asked her, it, to take, which in this case is to turn all the house lights off with the exception of a few night lights. Any of you who have used Siri or Google or Alexa know how this works and have many more examples of how they can recognize speech and take action on your behalf. 
Now, the action they take on your behalf currently falls into a number of categories. When I tell Siri that it's bedtime, I also told her what I want her to do. In this case, what lights to turn off and what lights to dim and what lights to leave on. Siri, in my case, didn't know to do that. I told her to do so through a series of toggles in the application that controls my lights. She recognized my command and then took the action that I instructed her to take. Very elementary AI based on speech recognition of my command, not on the action to take. That's an important distinction here. Now add to speech recognition voice recognition. Voice recognition is an up-and-coming AI technology that is gaining in use. While speech recognition is the understanding of words, sentences, etc., voice recognition is the ability to learn the sound of my voice as it differs from the sound of somebody else's voice, and then take a different action based on voice identity. As an example, when I tell Siri or Google or Alexa to play some music I like, she, it, needs to know who I am to know what music I like to listen to. She needs to distinguish the digital representation of my voice patterns from the voice patterns of my wife, who may have different taste in music. So voice recognition takes AI a bit farther. In order to recognize my voice, it has to learn my voice and then distinguish it from other voices. Then relative to the place the music I like example, AI is also being used to learn what type of music I really like. Now, this is based on the fact that we typically listen to the music we like repeatedly. I mean, AI can't actually know what I'm feeling like listening to at the moment in time. Well, not yet anyway. So music services like iTunes and Spotify and others keep track of what you play the most. And because each song has been tagged with metadata that identifies the song as to the release date, the genre, and many more variables, when I say play something I like, Siri, Google, Alexa, access my default music service, and the metadata of the songs I play repeatedly, and then plays those songs or like songs that match the same metadata as the ones I listen to often. AI learns based on my listening history. So I can say things like, play some chill music, or play my favorites, and I'll get what seems to be right for me. AI plays the music it thinks I want to hear. So there's a lot of AI, even in its infancy level, being invoked when I say, play my favorites. My point from these examples is, at this moment in time, when I give AI a command, it carries out a program response based on what I told it to do or based on a pattern of data that fills my request. We ask a question, AI gives us a program response or sometimes a learned response based on our previous behavior. It gives us what, and this is the important point here, it gives us what it thinks we want which is usually very helpful. It may not always get it right, but at this moment in time, AI gives us what it thinks we want based on patterns of our behavior or sometimes even based on patterns of the behavior of others. Let's just say at this moment in time, AI does its best 
to give us what it thinks we want. As AI accumulates more and more data about us, either directly through our input or through many different kinds of IoT devices like cameras and voice recorders and GPS tracking, etc., etc., it'll get better and better at giving us what it thinks we want. And we as humans, and as a society, will likely think, this is great, very helpful. Let me give you another example here. If you ask Alexa or Google what the traffic is like on the way to your vacation destination, let's say, they'll not only give you the traffic information you requested, AI giving you what it thinks you want, it will also save information that you're going to your vacation destination. And if you then use, let's say, Google Maps as your navigator to your destination, Google will now know where you're going and where you are in the process of getting there. Now, depending on a lot of privacy variables that you have set up in Google or Facebook and other social media apps, you may notice that you start getting information, ads, on what you might like to consume on the way to your destination or upon arrival at your destination. So here, AI is going a bit beyond giving you what it thinks you want it's also giving you what advertisers on Facebook, Google, Amazon, and other sites told it to give you based on your location and destination and your buying history and many more variables. An interesting form of marketing, wouldn't you agree? One-on-one -on -one marketing is a marketer's dream. So depending on your sense of what is intrusive and what is not, you might enjoy the assistance of AI or not. By the way, this same thing happens when you go to the website of your choice and search for a product. You don't even have to buy the product. Just search for or show interest in a product. You may then begin to see all kinds of advertising about that product on your Facebook or other social media feed. Behind the scenes, it's AI, still in its infancy, scanning large amounts of data repositories built by your input or some other IoT device input and giving you what it thinks you want. By the way, for what it's worth, personal assistants like Google and Alexa that run on a variety of devices including your computer and your mobile devices and a wide range of standalone devices are produced and distributed by companies like Google and Amazon. Now, Please believe me when I tell you that it's not Google nor Amazon's business model to give you software and hardware devices for free or to sell you personal assistance and hardware devices for $19.95. Google is in business to sell advertising to companies. Amazon is in business to sell you all kinds of merchandise and services. Giving away or selling personal assistance at low cost that can be then used to track your buying patterns, your travel plans, your locations, etc., and sell you merchandise directly or through their paid advertisers, that's their business model. Again, one-to-one -one marketing. If you think about it, really, the best way to sell you stuff is to learn more about your social behaviors, what you like, where you are, and many more variables about you. Now, Siri, on the other hand, is owned and operated by Apple. 
Apple's business model is to sell you technology in the form of devices and software. Commands given to Siri do get sent directly to Apple for language interpretation and program responses, but according to Apple, without your identity being tracked. Apple Maps doesn't track your location in order to sell you iPhones or iPads. Having said that, depending on how you've configured your social media settings, they in turn may accumulate data from websites you've visited and, if you have location services turned always on, will be the ones who know where you are and where you're going. Okay, so we have the AI that responds to your commands and gives you what it thinks you want, and AI that responds to your commands and gives you what advertisers and marketeers would like you to want. So for the most part, in terms of personal assistance, that's where we are today. If you've been listening to these podcasts since the beginning, you've heard me say repeatedly that digital disruption, digital transformation, the digital age, is a business model disruption made possible by technology. It's not about the technology itself. It changes how products are delivered to the marketplace, how they're consumed, and who consumes them. Hopefully, you can now see how AI becomes an ever-increasing key player in that business model disruption. It changes everything. Change your focus from how AI works, the technology, to how AI disrupts the business model, the fourth industrial revolution. So, if AI is about delivering what it thinks you want, or what advertisers and companies would like you to think you want, think bigger. It doesn't stop there. Not by a long shot. Please join me in the next episode where we'll take a closer look at the evolution of AI, what's next, what's beyond, and how it may influence our lives and the society in which we live. Until then, stay well and take care of each other.